Happy Wednesday evening, Blogging 411 community. This is the Blogging 411 show with myself. I'm Allison Barrett-Carter, Nicole Murphy, Randy Brown. Tonight, Blogging 411 is all about social media and your blog. Does social media matter? If it matters, which ones matter, how they matter, who you can talk to on social media. And I have a hunch this is going to be a pretty passionate show. So I'm going to throw this over to Nicole and let her introduce herself first. Thank you, Allison. My name is Nicole Murphy. I am co-founder of the ncbloggernetwork.com, which is the host of the show. I also blog over at momcomplicated.com. I'm delighted to be here, and I just rushed over because I really, really want to talk to Randy about this topic. I'm very excited. Great, and I'm Allison. I'm the other founder of the NC Blogger Network. I also am a freelance writer and content marketer and strategist. I've been blogging for five years. Allison B. Carter, two L's and I, is my URL. And I'm going to allow Randy to introduce himself and allow Randy to start us off this evening. Okay, I am Randy Brown. I'm a webmaster and a blogger. Uh, I've been a webmaster for seven or eight years now and uh, blogging part-time. Uh, in between then. Um, so when we talk about social media, we're talking about the uh, the big three or the big five, uh, Google Plus, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn. Um, I've used almost all of them um, over the years and and if you follow me on Google Plus, you, you know that I, I, I hate, uh, I, I don't really like them much because they never really did me much good. Uh, I've spent a lot of money in, in Facebook advertising for my uh, previous websites and they never got me the results that I wanted and the results that I wanted were to drive traffic to the website. I sell advertising on the websites uh, and you know basically end up making money. Um, one thing that I did like about Facebook years ago that I noticed is that the people that did come to the website had a real high click-through rate on my ads. Um, but the the number of people that came was just too low. It just it never made sense, um, and that's that's with um, several of my websites. Um, now I've got a newer website, which is a a totally different from any website that I've used before. Um, and Allison, are you blue boxed or is that just me? Thank you. Yeah, I'm not. For some reason, it just clicks over to me because I think it likes my face. Huh. Okay. Um, um, but you look I'm better not. than I do. So. Um, anyway, this this new website, it, my previous websites, I've got a, a tech-related website, I've got a uh, one about TV commercials, I've got one about internet privacy. The, um, none of those did good with the uh, driving traffic from Facebook, and uh, um, I don't know if it's because of the audience, I, I don't know what the reason is, but my newest website, which is called sultanseawalk.com, which is totally different, it's not making any money, I'm not selling any advertising on it, it's basically a, a blog about a a adventure that I'm planning next year to be the first person to ever walk around California's Salton Sea in summertime. So as I've been putting this together, uh, the the target audience is way different from many of my other websites. The target audience is probably 40 or 50 years old or older and, and mostly local uh, down to the Southern California area and around the Salton Sea. And I, I found that as much as I hate Facebook and as much as I like to badmouth it, it's actually working very well for this website and this um, this audience, I guess. Um, so as a, I, I put together some numbers, uh, I started the website just a couple of months ago in uh, uh, the middle of May, I think, 
And since then, um, I, I, I was active on Google+, Twitter, and Facebook, uh, and sharing everything all at the same time. In that time, Google Plus has sent me 112 visitors. Twitter has sent me 154 visitors. And Facebook has sent me 1,809 visitors. So that's a huge difference. Uh, so for me, at least, this time around, um, Facebook, as far as driving traffic and getting people interested in engagement, is, is working really well. Um, Twitter actually ends up working differently. I, I've gotten a lot of other um, interaction and actually met people uh, on uh, Twitter, but it hasn't driven a lot of traffic. Um, and I'm just curious. I, I wonder because I hear a lot of people talking about Facebook. Is you know are those results typical? You know of, of that much traffic and that much engagement, or have I just hit on a certain uh, niche or niche or group of people that that care? I, I don't know. Well, I would say so. I have two websites that I'm running right now, um, and both of them, the demographic is my demographic. So, you know, mid 30s to mid 40s, moms um, interested in, you know, homeschooling and taking care of the house and all that kind of stuff. And um, Facebook has consistently been our number one traffic driver, and we've even tried to, like, shake it just because of how I, because of the interaction that I've had with Facebook being a content marketer, and I've been so angry at them for so long. Um, but when it comes to these things, I mean, Facebook is still, you know, big, I don't know, big dog on the lot or whatever. They really do drive the traffic. I mean, and it's not just, you know, yeah, it's coming in at like Facebook and mobile Facebook. You know, they're like, they are number one and they're covering different spots. Right. So, well, it's, I think it's clear that's where the people are. The people are at Facebook. Yeah. Um, there we talked last week or the week before about you know the, some people being on Google Plus, um, but the vast majority, grandma and her cousin and your aunt Sue and the guy down the street, they're all on Facebook. Google Plus is a you know it's not a it's not a necessarily a ghost town, but it doesn't have the masses of people that Facebook has. Uh, and and the same with Twitter. A lot of I don't want to say everybody's on Twitter, but a lot of people are on Twitter. Um, different, a different uh, uh, group of people, I think, that probably younger than what are on Facebook. So I mentioned before that Google Plus is driven. Wait, wait, add something to add about to the oh, oh, and I have the clicker. Ah, I, just <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to give up post now. Something to add to the Facebook conversation and for people to understand is that Facebook still works, but I'm actually finding that as a blogger who has a creative writing website, and I have 300 some odd followers on my blog fan page or my, you know, my blog page, I'm getting way more traction when I post to my personal page with my traffic than when I post to my blog fan page. Um, so I'm trying to, I don't know if any other bloggers are kind of deliberating about this or going through this right now, but I'm trying to find that really fine line of understanding that people are my personal friends on Facebook to be my personal friends, but at the same time, they're clicking on my stuff to read my stuff when I put it on, put it on my personal page. So it's trying to find that balance. I'm also seeing a huge change in Facebook of people now following 
personal pages, so I actually have a few followers. I don't know if bloggers understand this, but somebody can be your friend on Facebook or they can follow your profile on Facebook, and what they do if they follow you is they see whatever you make public, and you have the control to make some things private, and I'm seeing, again, a huge trend changing towards people following people and then those those personal pages then and those bloggers promoting their blog posts. So I do think that Facebook's working, but it seems to be working in a little bit different of a model than it has in the past. And I feel as though people are trying and experimenting now with some of the ways to get stuff out there. Again, I also find a lot of Facebook traffic when I post in groups that I'm in, blogger tribes that I'm in, that's all about linkage. I'm not sure if I didn't do any of that stuff, how much Facebook traffic I would get if I just post my URL to my blog page. Right. Well, I mean, a good example is the NC Blogger Network versus our Mom Complicated and GoDanceGer Mom. Right? We post the same things and we'll get a, a measly viewing on our NC Blogger stuff right now, but yet they'll show our personal blogs they'll triple the numbers. So say we had 200 followers, they're going to show it, and all of a sudden, you know, you look at those stats, and it's like 467 people saw this post. And so they're really, so people are interested in our personal writings because they're about us, they're about our experiences, and they appreciate that we have this network, but they, they don't click through to that stuff as much because it's work and it's content marketing stuff. And, yeah, and that's why I think the salt and sea is working so well. It's because it's it's pull it's speaking to people's interests. Right. Yeah. They're they're truly interested in it. Um, and that's why I always had trouble in the past was getting the people to click through to my other websites. They'd like it and click the like button and everything, but no, you know, it was a tiny percentage of people that would actually go to the website. And it's it's just hugely different now. Um, now I started talking about Twitter earlier. It uh, Twitter only sent uh, about 150 visitors. Uh, to the website in that same time that Facebook sent uh, over 1,800. But I, I found that Twitter is a better place, at least for me, and with this time around, it's worked better to uh, meet people or get people's attention. So through Twitter, even though it hasn't driven a lot of traffic, what it has gotten me is two filmmakers that have contacted me, and uh, one is making a film about my adventure at Salton Sea. Another one put me in as part of their film, uh, which will be on French television next year. I've had one podcast interview out of it, two newspaper articles, one local uh, ABC television uh, news contact that they may want to do something, and another pending newspaper article. So Twitter, it seems, for getting the media contact or media interested seemed, has worked really great for me. But again, it hasn't driven a whole lot of traffic and hasn't gotten me a whole lot of views, but it's working out well for just getting attention. Yeah, I think so many people use Twitter like a newsfeed source, so that actually speaks a lot, Randy, to what you're seeing. You know, people want to know who the newsmakers are. They want to know what the news is. I just had somebody get onto Twitter for the first time, and they told me, they said, I don't understand. I feel like all Twitter is is links to other things I'm supposed to click on. You know, it doesn't feel like there's any original content on Twitter, and I kind of do feel like now that, that pers this person said that, that that is kind of what Twitter has become. It's a, I'm sharing you my news that's over here. Go find it. Go see it. 
Um, but it is still a really good way to quickly connect with people that you wouldn't connect with otherwise. Whereas Facebook is very personal for me, and it's a lot of people that I know in real life or that I'm friends with or you know I have a relation established relationship with. Twitter is almost the exact opposite for me. Twitter is actually a lot of people who are following me because they like my articles or my news that I actually don't know at all. And that doesn't mean I can't get to know them through Twitter, but it is a very different vehicle and a very different driving force. I, um, you know, NC Blogger Network and my content marketing, my Allison B. Carter are the most important elements in my career right now, but I will say with my Go Dance for Mom, which is my personal creative writing site that Nicole alluded to, I have not been posting stuff on Twitter, and I have not been posting it very much on Google+, and I've only been putting it on my personal fan page, and my numbers have tanked. Twitter was actually a huge driving force for me personally on my creative writing stuff in addition to my other stuff. I'm just trying to hone my messaging a little bit. So what we're hearing is that on on some of my websites, Facebook didn't work at all. On uh, some, you know, one it does, and Twitter worked. Didn't do good for this website for me for driving traffic, but it's doing good for driving traffic on one of Allison's websites. Uh, Google Plus sounds like it hasn't worked for anybody, but um, <laughs> the, I guess the point is, is you know, I was in a mindset of where oh those th they just don't work. They're worthless. Um, but then, you know, it didn't work, didn't work, and then boom, it did work. They did work for this one website. So the point is, I think, that you need to try them. You need to give them a shot because they can be very valuable. As much as I hate to say that, especially about Facebook, they, it, it can be very valuable. Maybe it doesn't work with web, website A or website B, but boy, website C, it sure does work. So you've you got you to gotta try them. You shouldn't ignore them. shouldn't poo-poo them. Yeah, people are on, you know, on social media channels to get social, and I'm actually, I feel as though in the past couple of years there have been so many bloggers and new blogs that have come out that it's really hard to get noticed as a blog. Even if you've been around for a while, it's hard to kind of gain new traction and new people unless you're really utilizing the social media outlets to try to reach them. And I think that that's the key to using social media as a blogger. If you're just putting your content on your blog these days, it's going to be really hard for people to find you because quite there's a lot of noise, there's a lot of traffic. We do have a DIY SEO Blogging 411 show that you can watch to try to figure out how to fine-tune how to be seen by Google, but I think that social media is a really powerful way to be seen now in a constantly cluttered market. Now what about uh, Pinterest? We had a show last week about Pinterest. I had poo-pooed it and said, ah, it's just a bunch of girls. And uh, Cynthia convinced me to give it a try for this newest website, so I made a board or a pin or whatever you call it. I made an account, and um, I'm not sure that I, I get it. Um, as far as traffic, in the last week, it's driven three visitors. Um, that's three more visitors, I guess, than I would have had. Um, but I don't really get it from the user's angle. Why, as a user, I'm still not clear what I want to go in and see pictures of the Salton Sea or pictures of um, anything. I, I just I don't get it. It, it. In my old man brain, it's not clicking. So... Ladies, explain to me quickly, because I know we did a whole show on it last week and I still didn't get it. Just quickly tell me why Pinterest may be important. I feel like this is Nicole's thing. I mean, she's she's got the Pinterest thing down. I love Pinterest because it's visual, and it, I use it as a way to save stuff that I want to reference later. But, Nicole, how do you use it? Because I know you, you're much more active on it than I. <laughs> I... Well, as Cynthia alluded to last week, I love Pinterest as 
Number one is search engine, and I love using Pinterest to connect with people in ways that they wouldn't normally connect with me. Okay, so what so I'm you telling, I was telling Randy last week after he, like, he literally jumped off of our call last week, started an account, announced <laughs> to everyone, and then sent me fifty thousand questions um, about what he's supposed to do. And so I'm going to explain some of those. Tonight. So, what I was telling Randy last night or last week was you're walking around the Salton Sea. So, there's a ton of people. To, so, our, mo our second most pinned pin from Mom Complicated is one of Vanessa's articles on how to train for a triathlon. So, I was telling Randy, you need to start talking about your equipment. You need to break down what you do. You need to break down what you eat. Connect with those people that want those to do lists. They want those lists of like, okay, if I'm going to walk, 10 miles today, or I if I want to work up to doing something, this is how I did it. Talking about how um, articles about how he walked three miles and then he increased his um, his mileage to six miles and how long that took and, and all of those details are what people are looking for and they want to pin that stuff so they can reference to it later. Um, what he eats for breakfast, you know, what he packs in his backpack. Um, RV remodels are huge on Pinterest. They're a huge dri uh, traffic driver. So talking about, they have an old RV that they're going to be redoing. So they need to be blogging about all of their stuff and talking about, you know, when and talking about how they fixed each item. You know, if there's a seal that's broken, talk about that. How did you fix it? Give everyone the information on how you did it so they can pin it and it's there to do now. And so that's how you're going to connect with those people. And yes, share all of your um, you know, save our salt and sea and everything, and then talk about the I, a lot of the great shots that you've been doing about like this is what it used to look like and this is what it looks like now and the environmental awareness of all that. That's really important for Pinterest as well. So you're saying that as a as a user, you said you use it as a search engine. So when you want to look up, uh, you want to redo the blinds in the living room. You say you go to Pinterest and search for that instead of Google or in addition to? I do. I go, so what I do first is I Google it, then I look into Pinterest, and then third I'll look on YouTube. And so that's my process of how I do things. And Pinterest is actually our second traffic driver for our Mom Complicated blog, which is pretty interesting because we talk about a lot of different things. Well, maybe I need to start watching the uh, manly Pinterest uh, <laughs> Did uh, you? I, I was yeah. sending you links from Cynthia's website on <laughs> on things. You need to start listening to all of her podcasts. Yes. Yeah. I did a search. I was searching for something how to use how to do something on Pinterest. Just that later that night, and the number first one that came up, I didn't realize it was one of her articles. It was number one on how to uh, you know how to pin something. It was something very basic. I was kind of surprised that wow, she came up number one. She does know what she's talking about apparently. She does know what she's talking about. She's a Pinterest fancy pants, and she even has courses. I mean, she really does know her pants. Yes. She's a Pinterest fancy pants. Okay. So, so let's I, I'm sorry. Nicole did bring up a really good point that I think it's worth addressing, is that when you're thinking about your content, and you're thinking about, and this is a content marketer in me that comes out, when you think about your content, you should create content that people on various social media platforms will like. And this isn't saying, you know, defy what your blog goal is or define what or defy what your voice is or, you know, get too far outside of what your blog's 
role is or which what the goal for your blog is. But at the same time, be thinking about the various social media platforms and what might play on social media platforms. I know sometimes I'll have a post that's probably going to be a really big hit on Pinterest, so I'll beef up those images and I'll try to make sure that I'm doing posts like that a couple times a month. But then I know that there are some posts that actually probably won't play well on Pinterest, but the Twitter crowd is going to love them. And I kind of modify headlines, titles, tags, images, and to make sure that I'm kind of getting into the various social media platforms because it is a different audience in each place. It's a, that's a great point. And I apologize to everyone that's watching and, and the video cameras are um, <laughs> switching back and forth. We both, I, I came in because I broke the rules and I was a pain and I was late. Um, I came in under the same account as Allison and I think that's what's messing it up. So I apologize to everyone. I'm in charge of uh, the clicker and I'm not very good at clicking. So that's Well, I think it might be negating your ability to click because I'm under the same account. Like it's just not, it's just messing with you. So I, it's not Allison. Everybody, it is not Allison. Um, so, so, so anyway, so that she does have a great point, but these are, you know, it's, it, it is, it's a content marketer's thing where we say like, what you're doing is not boring, and like, look at all these things that you could be talking about, and these are, you know, they're building your story, they're helping people relate to you, they're going to help you reach new markets, and, um, you know, it's just like, when you type, it's just so wonderful that they they auto suggest things just like in Google, and it's going to help you figure out what your keywords are and, and whatnot. So I think you should hang out there for a while and and uh, really get to it. I I've I've been following your blog, and I know that you um, you write some lengthy blog posts, and sometimes they're really quick, and sometimes they're just snapshots of things. Um, and so I know that you know you might not think that restoring the RV is going to be of interest to some people but it really is because there's so many RV enthusiasts out there and I know that if I had a leak in one of my ceilings and I needed to fix it I would totally appreciate somebody that already fixed it you know talking about it right well I'm gonna keep giving it a try I'm just not sure that for this particular website the audience is on Pinterest no. I don't know I'm not gonna dismiss it so I'm gonna keep trying it let, before we run out of time, let's talk about the value or not of what uh, two other quickies um, that the blogosphere uh, says I have to be on, uh, Instagram. So I got onto Instagram also at about the same time as I got onto Twitter, Google, and uh, Facebook a few months ago. And that seems to me less of a value for for driving traffic because you really can't drive any traffic with Instagram because I haven't figured out how to put a link in to, <laughs> to spam somebody over to my website. But it is a great tool that just that I've been using it for when I'm out in the middle of the Salton Sea and I want to take a picture of something and I want to share it with everybody on Facebook and Twitter, it's great that I can just do that, boom, one picture and do it right through Instagram and I can throw a, a filter on it and make it look decent. So I use it as a tool um, just for putting pictures on the other two uh, on, on Facebook and on Twitter and I do have a lot of followers on Instagram or several followers and I get a lot of engagement and a lot of feedback um, a lot of the likes and everything and that's great it, it doesn't you know help me much with my ultimate goal of sending them to the website um, but it does help with I guess name recognition maybe I, I don't know I don't know if they're following through going over to follow me on Twitter or Facebook so ladies tell me why do I need other than using it as a tool like I do just for easily posting to multiple uh, platforms, why would I need Instagram? 
Um, I'm, I'm majorly addicted to Instagram. It is my favorite, favorite social media platform um, of all time. And then I was kind of, <laughs> I was, um, I was explaining a little bit before the program that I think for me, what I tell people about Instagram is no, it's not a direct driver to your blog. You can't really put links in there. You can say link in profile if you're trying to push a post, but what that then requires you to do, or is asking a, a visitor to do or a follower to do, is to take the time to click on your profile, then click on the link that's in your profile, probably while on their mobile device, to then go to a web browser that's going to open on their phone. It's very low odds that that's going to happen. But what I love about it is I get to know people that I decide to follow on a personal level. It's a lot more, you feel like you're friends with them, you feel like you're part of their lives, and it's a lot more... Um, branding. Kind of, Randy, what you were saying, you get that name recognition and you get people to understand who you are and what you're about in a really fabulous and unique way on Instagram that you can't do on other social media platforms. And I've had it happen before where I've been following somebody on Instagram for a while and then all of a sudden I'll see something else from them and I'll say, oh my gosh, I know that person. I love that person. And then I'll go and I'll find them on other platforms because their name is familiar to me. I feel like I know a little bit about their life. And I think that that's the key behind Instagram. Obviously fashion bloggers, totally different game because that's a visual thing. You tag brands, you hashtag brands, you work with brands, but for somebody like us and, and for me, it, it just is a really good way to drive that name recognition, get your profile out there, and make people understand what you're all about. I would okay. say, did you, okay, I'm not going to ask you, um, but I would suggest that you watch um, the On Track Tips Instagram episode that we recently shared and that recently happened. Um, I, they had some great points on there about how to drive traffic to your website. For okay, I will watch that, but that, but then my audience, my key audience has to be on Instagram and I'm not positive that the 65 year old men that I'm, that are, you know, my Why main Why are only 65 year old men interested in the Salton Sea? No, it's, it's not only, it, it's an older demographic and uh, I just don't, well, I'm not going to poo-poo it. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm giving it a try. It's it's just a different demographic than okay. with my other websites. It's an older demographic. So quickly before am, we're out of time. I am constantly surprised and amazed by how different the demographic that I reach is when I actually start using the platform versus what I think is on there. Did that make any sense at all? So once yes. I get in there and I start using it, I actually find out that there are a lot of people that I'm trying to connect with on there, and there are also a lot of people outside of the demographic I thought I was trying to reach that are fairly interested in what I have to say, which is always surprising to me. So I think until you really get in there and get your hands dirty, you might not really know. Okay. So quickly then, tell me um, the, the last uh, platform that all the expert bloggers tell me I have to be on. If I'm not on this, I'm just going to fail. Uh, LinkedIn. I haven't opened an account. I haven't bothered. It seems, um, I don't know, you guys tell me. Uh, should I open a LinkedIn account and uh, will it drive gobs of traffic to my new website? I I was just a digital coach at um, a local marketing event and I told everyone straight out, I said, when I get on LinkedIn, I act like a two-year-old that hasn't had a nap. I'm just like, I can't do it. I don't want to. <laughs> so there are definitely reasons to be on LinkedIn. As a blogger, I think it's important to be on LinkedIn and have your information on there because brands are looking for you and that's where brands are. Um, so 
in one case, I feel like, so I would tell, that's like my blanket statement, like, yes, you should be on there if you want to work with brands. But I feel like you've been doing a great job utilizing Twitter, which is kind of like a, I would say it's almost like a casual LinkedIn. Like, they've already been making contacts with you. Your target contacts that you want to make are media anyway. So if you don't want to do it, I say you don't have to. Yeah, I, I think LinkedIn for me is big because I'm looking for companies and I'm looking for organizations to connect with and I will find a drive in traffic if I share a well-placed article and a well-written article within the right group that I've joined on LinkedIn. But if I just get kind of spammy on LinkedIn and I'm just constantly posting my own posts to my personal page on LinkedIn, I get nothing. So LinkedIn requires so much time, I think, to really do it right and to get the benefit and to get the traffic out of it that unless you are making business contacts and unless you're trying to get into organizations, I personally feel as a, as, a, as a hobbyist blogger or as a blogger who's trying to monetize from sponsored posts and that sort of thing and brands giving you reviews, um, that maybe LinkedIn isn't the place to spend all of your time, but I wouldn't discount it. People say it's up and coming. People say it's going to be huge. They say it's the next big thing. You go to conferences on this stuff that are, again, mostly businesses trying to digital marketing um, for their, you know, what they do and for their clients, and LinkedIn gets a lot of play. But I would say that as a blogger, it might not be worth tons of time. Okay. Well, I think unless there's any major more information and knowledge that we've got to drop, I'm hoping I'm not making everybody seasick with all this clicking back and forth. <laughs> Everybody okay? <laughs> We're good. <laughs> we are going to wrap up. Um, shoot us messages. Shoot us comments. If you disagree with anything that we've said, if you think that we're brilliant, we always love to hear that. Um, and then, of course, if you have any questions or follow-up information that you'd like to share for not just us but the community for the Blogging 411, people, please pop into our Google group, share it, Google Hangout group, um, YouTube page, you can post it there, tweet at us, hashtag blogging411, and we will be back next Wednesday with something amazing, I am sure. So have a good night, everybody. Thanks for your time.